I feel like dinosaurs are cool and Jurassic Park is weird. Up with the Sups Up Playful Banter podcast listeners. Just when you thought you were out, we pulled you back in. You may have thought we were dead. I thought we were dead at separate really? times throughout this. Yeah, I thought I was going to die. I thought I was dead. It's a big thing. Lots happened since we last came to you, but we are back. Uh, who knows how regular we'll make this at this point. It's just <laughs> going to be a pleasant surprise whenever they pop up in your uh, unplayed podcast subscription list um i can imagine the feeling of shock yeah that some people are going to notice when like oh my gosh they're back who knew um well i feel like after last year which at the start of the year 2020 everybody had such high hopes and they were so disappointed the theme from now on should be low expectations and then pleasantly surprised i think pleasantly surprised is the exact term that people should associate anything that we do <laughs> with. Uh, any action whatsoever. Well, the bar could not be lower, people. Um, so, But we're very excited. We're happy to be here with you. Um, Kyle? Yes. For the first time since, what was it, September? Mm-hmm. Tell the people, for the first time in 2021, after the dreaded 2020 has come to a close, how you living? I am living like a dish rag that has just come out of the dryer. A used dish rag. So you've seen some things. Um, you're you're a fixer. You're you're someone who's maybe felt used a little bit. You've been put through. Uh, some some kind of tumultuous circumstances you're you're needed you're valued um but you've you've seen some crap quite possibly quite literally (laughs) um but you've been slightly refreshed uh you've you've been cleansed you've been heated turned (laughs) um maybe you've been caressed fresh out of your out of caresses your... things fresh out of the dryer. You don't. You don't. You've never done that. You've never like felt the warm clothes as they come out of the dryer. I fold them. I don't caress you, them. You, but you 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 never take a take a beat to just like <laughs> appreciate the warmth of things coming out of the dryer. I can't now, say that I do. Now I'll admit, most of the time, the things that I put in the dryer stay there for a while. That's one of the beauty pieces of having in unit. It's glorious. Um, is that you know? It's not like you have to have a timer on your phone and run over there to get it. Otherwise, your stuff's going to get stolen. Um, but that's a beautiful moment you can take. Just like the you get kind of that fresh scent. You just kind of hold it against you, just for a moment. So what I'm what I'm gathering is that you're you're not feeling caressed. You're not feeling. <laughs> I mean, you're just kind of thrown right back into service. I guess maybe you've been folded. Maybe you've been processed. Um, but you're ready to go again. You're ready for round two. You are slightly rejuvenated. You've caught your breath. You're feeling rebuilt a little bit, you know, kind of back, maybe not 100% back to your former glory, but certainly better than you were uh, a short while ago. 
and you are ready for more possibilities. You are ready to get down and dirty once again. Nailed it. Yep. That's <laughs> that's 2020. 2021 for all of us is just ready to be heard Fresh again. Fresh out of the dryer. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we're all just like, you know, we're in a we're in a point of a little bit of optimism here, I will say. Um, you know, on the national scale with with vaccines coming out, but I'm also I just I won't let myself no, believe it. It's a, I, I won't. We we can't because we what we what we need is low expectations and then pleasantly surprised. That's right. Exactly. Yes. Uh, I w- I have big dreams, <laughs> <laughs> and it's amazing what my big dreams are. It's like I want to go to a bar, oh. with friends, man, and have too much to drink, and not have to worry about. <laughs> the the muse actually asked me today while we were on a walk she's like do you think you'll ever be to the point where you'll like your friend says mm, this is good want a taste and then you drink from their glass you know we used to do that all the time like yeah. oh yeah this this tastes good here have a taste can you imagine doing that right now yes actually i can well i told her that i would do it but she <laughs> she didn't agree <laughs> yeah um i i think that it's going to be surprising how once things return to normal how we just start kind of taking everything for granted again i think we're gonna go, oh, yeah. we're gonna go right back into the same we're gonna be super gross same situations super gross once again but here's the question do you think that there will be any lasting impacts from this like do you think that there might be a new norm like do you think people might wear masks on airplanes more often now i think that masks like, in general will be more more prevalent um, I don't think they're going to be like everyone's wearing them all the time, but I do think they probably will be more prevalent. Um, like, I wonder if people like when you go to work cause you have a cold or something, it, it would have raised eyebrows before, but maybe now it's just, Oh, are you not feeling well? Um, you know, it's, it's a, kind of a conscientious thing. I, yeah, you know, I, 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 I hope that there is less pressure people feel to go to work when sick because i feel like that used to be kind of a thing where like you you push through it and taking the day off for sick was not a good thing but i hope that well let's face it kyle sick sick day rules in america aren't going anywhere that's still going to be a messed up system so i bet people do still go to work sick but it wouldn't surprise me if um you know because i don't i feel like there's not a huge amount of shame for going to work um you know, with a cold or whatever. But if people see you wearing a mask, they might be like, "Oh, I appreciate that." Like, could be. I'll kind of, I'll kind of steer clear. I could see that happening. Um, some people wore masks on like airplanes already. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, but you kind of gave them a weird look. Like, why are they doing that? Which is what I'm kind of hoping. Maybe, maybe we just give fewer weird looks to people wearing masks now. Um, I think we should just give fewer fewer weird looks in general. Let people do whatever they want as long as it's not hurt anybody else. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. But anyway. But what I'm curious about is, like, we are now about one year from when everything just shut down. And it seemed like things kind of shut down, like, in a day. Like, it was like, amazing. There was yeah. a time. There's a clear pre- and post-COVID, at least in the United States. I don't think that it's going to be that way coming out of it. So I want to know what, what that's going to look like. I think it's gonna it's weird. It's gonna be strange. It's gonna be weird, it's gonna be and weird gradual because, and kind of because you're gonna see you're gonna see on TV like in Texas they're gonna have a hundred percent of capacity at sporting events starting like now, um, whereas you know other states are gonna not let 
half capacity. Like I think in California, they're talking like 20% yeah. right now. Um, there's going to definitely be some infighting, just like we've seen with mask mandates and all that stuff. I mean, there's going to be kind of probably a mixture of jealousy with, uh, wow, how stupid are you going on? Um, you certainly hope that the stupidity doesn't lead to, like you're not cheering for loss of life, but at the same time you're like, you guys are really being stupid and if, <laughs> if, if, if something happens to you, it's going to be hard not to just blame you type of thing. There's been that going on in the last year too. It's been a very interesting time to be alive. That that's really true. has the the cha- this chapter of history textbooks if they still make them at that point and they get written by people that actually know what they're doing. It's going to be a very strange like I think about um my child when he looks at pictures of when he's born, he's going to be like what the hell was happening? Like yeah. everybody's in a mask. <laughs> I mean, you know, people are staying away like you know, we write letters about here's what the world is like. It's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty dark. Not, it's not great. It's, it's right yeah, now, but, not ideal. But they're hoping for a speedy rollout of these vaccines. If you're listening to this and you don't want to get a vaccine, go get a vaccine. I don't really care what you want. Um, you know, do what's. I don't know. I don't know how to. Play. I, yes, you have the right to do whatever you want, but, but please also, get vaccinated for the sake of you and others. Yeah, it's not about you. It's easy. Um, but they're saying hopefully every adult by the end of May, which leads to a promising summer. Um, I'm sure on this podcast, we'll talk about our hopes and dreams for the summer. Um, and like what we're going to do in a post COVID world, or at least a world where COVID isn't dictating every single part of our What we should do is last, at the start of last summer, when, when everything had shut down, we made a list of things we wanted to do that summer. We should revisit yep. that, see what we did, what we didn't do, and what we need to do this summer. I don't even – do you remember what that list is? No, we shouldn't revisit it now, but for the like next podcast. I know. I'm just wondering where I wrote my list. I have to go back and Well, time. we have the – okay, just listen to the episode. Oh, yeah. Um, but Kyle, is there just right off the bat, top of your brain, what's the first thing when we can like safely go back to quote-unquote normal, mm-hmm. like day one – like you roll out of bed, you know that you don't need to take a mask in your pocket anywhere. You can go anywhere without any kind of all you of know, my all fear. of my pockets already have masks in them, so I'm not even worried about that anymore. <laughs> they're just, well, they're but, just there. Yeah, but like you know, but I, there's yes, no I, I know no restrictions, mean. no restrictions. You could go anywhere, do anything, and COVID doesn't have to be on your mind. What's the first thing you want to do? Um. That's a good question. I don't really have one. Um, I'm really just looking forward to being able to hang out with people again. Like that's like I'm looking forward to hopefully Memorial Day camping being some safe situation where we can all get together. Cause I just I I miss being with people. I I, I was going to say the same thing about Memorial Day camping. For those of you that don't know, and most of our listeners go on this damn trip. So, <laughs> um, let's be honest. But that to that's such a big weekend because it's honestly one of maybe like two or three times throughout the year where pretty much all of our friends are in one place. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically a playful banter retreat. Um, it got canceled last year, obviously. But 
yeah, just being able to spend time with people. And the timeline that they're throwing out there right now makes it sound like that should be like kind of the kickoff weekend for maybe not having to worry about all of this as much because by then everybody hopefully will have had access to a vaccine. Um, but I'm with you. I want to hug people. Like I want to I I be able to... I don't to... care about that. Everyone's, everyone's all don't. excited about I hugging. I like, I like it when I'm walking down the street with my dog and and somebody else walking the other way and one of us crosses the other side of the street and that's considered a nice thing to do like i want that well, to continue i get that what i'm but i'm like when we're playing golf i want to give you a high five yeah like you know i want to if i if there's a friend that i haven't like not you but <laughs> if there's a friend that i haven't seen for quite a while i want to be able to hug when i see them or i want to be able to do a game night indoors Mm -hmm. with you know drinks and like potluck food and like not have to worry about the cross-contaminant like i just want a normal social event game night i'm not you know saying like i want to go right into an arena and i want to (laughs) watch you know a blazers game or i want to go watch a duck football game it's like i yeah i want those things but i would just want that would be back to normal I, I think when I first start like going into a restaurant or going into an arena, I'm gonna feel super awkward. Just being, I don't remember being, how. being around people, I think it's gonna make me feel awkward for a second. Yeah, it, it might take a beat because you've got, um, you know, you you're still worried about the the waiter, the wait staff, and the people around you. It's like who's been vaccinated, who hasn't been vaccinated, all that. So I don't think I'll actually go into a restaurant until it's pretty much anybody who's who wants one has had the ability to have one. Um, and then maybe I'll, but yeah, it'll be, it will be strange. I've gone a year without seeing people's faces. Like it's become normal to, and I still smile behind my mask, like in, <laughs> yeah. in, you know, in pictures. Like this podcast post, if you still smile when people take a picture of you, even if you're wearing a mask, <laughs> um, <laughs> that way we'll know. That way we'll know. <laughs> anyway. We've been catching up a little bit. We've got a little bit more catching up to do. But Kyle, yes, we do want to keep this tradition alive. Um, coincidentally, as we record this, yesterday was International Women's Day, and I want to say it was about was it two years ago, three years ago, when we started this Women of the Week tradition. I think it was so at that, least three years ago, it was a while ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago. But we kind of were pushing back on this idea that you can only appreciate women women one day a year, <laughs> um, which is why we started Woman of the Week, uh, and we will keep that going. Proud tradition here at Playful Banter. Who is our Woman of the Week this week, Kyle? Meghan Markle. Lover. I will start Revolutionary War number two, I think. I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's how, that's how all great revolutions she, start. I will start like, a war, I think. I don't know. Well, that, that is, that is kind of how a lot of wars have started. <laughs> Um, obviously her big interview with Oprah and her husband, uh, just aired a couple days ago at the time of this, uh, recording. And I do, I do say everyone, I would love it if Oprah would now just head over to Buckingham Palace and get the, get everyone else's, I want to watch a whole documentary on this thing (laughs) one day. Um, and I want the truth to come out. Um, I do believe her on a lot of those like on everything that she said, but especially I do want to just highlight the reason that we're giving this, this prestigious honor (laughs) of playful banter woman of the week, which I'm sure 
um, she will hold close to her heart for the rest of her days, um, was just being able to name and talk about mental health, about, um, you know, the struggles with depression and anxiety and suicidal ideation, like these things that are very, very difficult for people to talk about. And for her to do that on a national scale, not because it makes her look good or anything, but I think that, you know, a big reason that she did that was to kind of show people like it's okay. Like even these people that you build up in your mind as having everything that life could possibly uh, afford you, uh, still having mental health struggles to the point of not wanting to live anymore, that can kind of, nor- it's, and you're seeing a lot of other prominent, you know, celebrities doing this too, but you're kind of normalizing the act of acknowledging that it's okay not to be okay and to get help, um, you know, seek that out, have those conversations. And that could not have been easy for no. her, but I thought I was very impressed with just the way, I mean, she's very a smart, articulate woman so i think the way that she was able to to tell that story was very impressive but it had to be difficult super difficult yeah i uh she was on suits and i used to watch that show when i was like in high school and i developed a very large crush on her and i'm very excited that she has grown up to uh to do better things than just be my crush from suits (laughs) (laughs) that's that was not in fact her peak actually (laughs) Uh, being woman of the week on playful banter, probably yes. also new, new peak. Yeah, that's. But she's gonna she's gonna continue to climb from here. I have uh, we're, full we're, faith. We're like a trampoline. Uh, yeah, exactly. A trampoline we are, for yeah. women. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> wow. Uh, I don't even know how to respond to that. Uh, trampoline, playful banter, trampoline for women. <laughs> pleasantly surprised. We're just nailing all of the catchphrases. Here comes twenty twenty one. That's right. Yep. We're only three months in. We got, we're already 75% of the way through, or 25% of the way through uh, 2021. Does yeah. that kind of blow your mind? We waited time, for it for so long. Is, time is not a thing anymore in my life. It's just, it's all yeah. one. I'm pumped about daylight savings time this weekend. I I am too. I was thinking about this in the shower this morning. Oh. Mm, shower thoughts with Kyle. Yeah. Um, last two years ago, I think, you were talking about how you think that it, we should never go back. We just stay in this yep. sprung forward state. And at stand, the time I agreed with you, but I think I disagree now because... You've gotten dumber. Could be. But I like the... I like it when it's light at 6.30 in the morning because that's when I, I start to, to walk the dog. And I like to walk the dog in light as opposed to darkness. And if we, never, if we never fell back, then I would have multiple months where it's dark that I don't have now. So this is actually, I think, I think I like this system more than I thought I did. But does it really give you that much more time? Like, I feel like I used to leave for work at 630 in the morning and I f- still felt like most of the winter I was dark. Oh, most of the like, winter it is dark. But I get like this last month it's been light. Get, like. So for four weeks, you want to sacrifice your evening light for four weeks of 6.30 a.m. walks? Yeah. Yeah, I do. No. Nope. Sorry. Not buying that, <laughs> McGowan. Well, it's, it's, probably, it's, probably a, it's probably a few weeks on either side of the, of the, uh, the spring back or the fall back, spring forward, whatever it is. Yeah. Well, um, I hope that you gain more wisdom 
in 2020. I think daylight savings time is like a holiday. Like that that first time when you – and I already I'm loving it. Already I'm loving it at the end of the day. You know, you can go for a walk. Like I can leave my house at like 4 and go for a walk for an hour without having to worry about beating the sunlight. It is nice. Um, it You know, and next week it will be 7 o'clock before the sun goes down. I think that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, although I always, I always get mad on the Sunday that we've sprung forward because I'm like, how is it already – 4 p.m. on Sunday because we lost the hour. It's one day. Make the sacrifice. Plan around it. You can do it. All right. Kyle. Yes. We have two major life events that have happened slash are happening in a short period of time, in about two and a half month period of time. We're both having life-changing events. Um, I have had a baby. Congratulations. Thank you very much. The little playful banter, right? Play, playful banty? <laughs> playful banty. We need to come up with a name for the, the children of playful banter. Yeah, I mean, who knows how many there might be one day. <laughs> Not just for me. I mean, if we are the, what are we, the prime ministers of Great Kingland? Yeah. Then our kids have got to have, what, like, what's, the, what's the name of the kid of the prime minister? Do they have a name? Mini minister. <laughs> Minister. Minister. <laughs> um, yes, indeed. So that has been a huge, wonderful, exciting change uh, in my life. And you are currently preparing for your wedding, which will happen in just, what, like five or six weeks? Yeah, a month and a half. From the, from the time of recording this, which we are all elated and very, very excited about, very happy and uh, thankful that you guys are able to finally have that. You guys have waited an awful long time. How does it feel to be on the on the cusp? I mean, to be honest, I got engaged like three years ago. <laughs> so it's, 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 I, it's I, a, I yeah. feel like I've been married for a while. <laughs> have you guys been engaged longer than you dated? Um, yes. You, I f- yeah, I feel like you crossed that. Yeah. threshold yeah because i think you, originally we were gonna have dated for a couple of years and then been engaged for a couple of years but now since we had to postpone right because it will be just under three years of an engagement right mm-hmm. when you get married um yeah because i remember when you first set the date i was like man that's a long engagement and then it went a whole extra year so <laughs> yep yeah you guys are basically married anyway but it's still kind of a cool thing i mean it's it is. You know, it's, it's still it's still a big thing. How are you going to feel about wearing a ring? You think it is that going to feel weird to you? Yeah, I just got it the other day, and I tried it on, and it's uh and yeah, it's weird. It's a thing, and the thing is, it fits right, which is which I don't like because I get scared that it's not going to come off, <laughs> and I yep. keep trying to pull it off, and then I got to like twist it around and yeah. Well, and your your finger changes size periodically too. Like it'll. It'll kind of swell up when it's hot mm-hmm. and it'll, you know, shrink down a little when it's cold. So, like, if you go swimming in the winter, you got to make sure that sucker doesn't slip off your finger. Or, yeah, uh, in the summer, you just kind of have to not get freaked out when it <laughs> doesn't yeah. slide. And right I don't off. like having expensive things on me. I don't like expensive clothes. I don't like jewelry. I don't like things that I can mess up. So I'm not. I'm, is your is your ring expensive? It's not. I feel ter- like mine mine wasn't actually super expensive compared expensive. to hers. Oh, mine compared yeah. to hers, way less expensive. Um, no, like in terms of rings, I didn't. I went for not very expensive, but it's still it's more than I would like to just lose. 
Well, yeah. Don't, I'm not saying throw it in the river, but um, so how's wedding prep? Are you involved at all? Or are you trying to stay out of the way? What is the McGowan style of wedding planning, or really what's what's the frack style of wedding planning, and how do you fit in there? My my strategy is I am here to help with whatever needs to be helped with, um, but I'm not going to insert myself into anything. Um, you stand I, ready to serve. Yeah, I think I said on this podcast like six years ago that whenever I get married, the girl can just have what she wants. I don't really care about the wedding that much. And Danny texted me after we recorded that podcast like six years ago and said, wow, some girl's going to be lucky. Little did she know she was that lucky girl. But Oh, that's romantic. <laughs> <laughs> that's getting into the speech. Um. But yeah, I, to, it, it's not as, the ceremony of it is not as how it goes, like the specifics of it, not as important to me. So I'm just here to help. When you say that, do you mean like what the centerpieces look like and what yes. the color scheme is and all that stuff? Yeah. I wouldn't imagine that stuff would be super important to you. But there's a few things that like they want your input on or like they run by or do you just nod your head? here's my my strategy is I will say if I were to choose, I would choose this, but I'm fine with whatever ends up happening. So they know my input, but if they choose something else, I'm not going to be mad about it. I think that's a good strategy. That seems like the way you handle a lot of things. It's, it's kind of become my new, my new way to, to make decisions. Cause I, yeah. I, Cause most of the time I feel like I care less about most decisions in general than other people care about. So See, I say, but here's if what I that choose, I would choose this. If you want to take that choice, go for it. If not, but I can I'll see survive. that frustrating the hell out of her because yes, you say that you don't care if you pick the other way, but then you get into your head. Well, that's not what he wants. <laughs> So, like, I imagine with, with restaurant picking, which I know is frustrating for a lot of people, but especially with you, um, because, you know, you do that exact same thing. You're like, any of the options are fine. Well, what, mm-hmm. what sounds best? Well, if I had to pick one, I'd pick this one, but the rest of them are fine. And then you're like, well, I want to go to the other one, but now Kyle's going to be super pissed if he doesn't go to this one. Um, but see, here's, and not that, here's the thing not is that I you'll won't be super, be super pissed. pissed. See, you won't be super pissed, but it still sits in your mind, especially when it's something like a wedding or whatever. Like, it still sits in her mind, Kyle would prefer it this way. Like, yes, you're flexible and you're fine, but I could still be like that seed, that seed <laughs> that gets planted in there. Yes. But if it, were, if it were the other way around, if she cared strongly about something and I gave a differing opinion, she would be more mad if we went with the, the my opinion as opposed to what exactly. she thought. Exactly. And her being an empathetic person doesn't want to pick something that you don't actually want. But yeah, I that's what makes it di- like, is it actually easier to have a really strong opinion about those types of things? Or is it easier to be super flexible like that, which just isn't all that helpful sometimes? There's, there's pros and cons to both. I think there's times I think I am not as decisive as I should be often. And I think that is frustrating to people around me. Um, yes, but, <laughs> but I try, I, I try and at least offer up some thought. Love it. Cool. Because what really, what I found really frustrates people is when you say you don't care. Oh yeah. No. And then you do like, you can tell when someone's mad. I almost know, never like, do oh. though. 
I think that this was, we could have gone somewhere better. Like the place I said, well, you didn't stick up for it. You said that, yeah, that would be fine, but you didn't say, bah, bah, we gotta go there. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about your wedding. How, how, how is your, uh, your kid? Dude, having a baby is a trip. Um, you know, I honestly, I still am, I'm still feeling weird about saying like I had a baby. I didn't do any of it. Um, I had a very small portion in the beginning. You were there. Um, I was, I was present throughout attendance. If attendance was taken, I was there. Um, but really I didn't do any of the, the hard work, um, the muse was an absolute rock star through the whole thing. It was pretty incredible. Um, for other people that listen to this podcast that have children, which is basically chess and <laughs> my parents and, yeah, and, parents. and, and in-laws basically, um, nothing really like, it's not like it is on TV, believe it or not. It's not like, you know, 20 minutes and, and that's it. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, Dang. and I, and overall, like, you know, she was in labor for, I want to say, like, 12 hours, like, active, like, you know, ex- experiencing some at least pain, mm-hmm. um, you know, for, like, 12 hours. And you hear other people, they're like, oh, God, that lasted for, like, 36 hours for me. And you're like, oh, crap, that would be the worst. You know, so it went, it went quick, but also it's like time just drags on because, you know, as the the father in the situation, you're just kind of stuck sitting there and you can't really help like i'm a person that likes to help it's like if you are in pain i ask you what can i do like or if you're tired what can i do um if you're hungry what can i do Mm -hmm. but it's like there's really not much for you to do like you're just you're sitting there and you just have to like you know she knows that there's nothing you can do about it you know there's nothing you can do about it you're just sitting there like (laughs) holding a hand and like trying to be encouraging (laughs) you know she's a very patient woman um, but rightfully so, she's just like, I, you know, you, you're trying to say words of encouragement. She's just like, I just need you to shut up, yep. <laughs> which she would never I'm, do I'm otherwise. Gonna, I'm going to get that a lot, I think. Yeah, exactly. Like you want to be doing something positive and she's like, I just want you to sit there and like maybe hold my hand. Like I would like rub her back. She's like, stop that. I don't want you to rub my back. But I take my hand away. She's like, stop that. I don't want you to take your hand away. I just don't want you to move it. Or, uh, you know jibber jabbering like you know you could do it it's okay like oh you're doing so good she's like shut up you know and then you know like especially when you're still laboring at home she's like you know go do this go do that uh but obviously a couple contractions later she's like where are you why are you like you know i'm trying to like pack the final things in the bag and pick up the house so it's not a mess when we come home and this that and the other you know and one moment she's cool with all of that and tells you to go do that and like go get something last to eat because you might not get to eat for a while and then like a couple contractions later she's like where the hell are you like i'm over here you know giving birth and you're (laughs) you're nowhere to be found what the hell is wrong with you so and you just kind of have to be understanding in that moment of like I'm just going to be adaptable to whatever I hear in that moment and if she changes her mind she's allowed to change her mind um, but it doesn't really like you'll find this one day, you know, probably if you have kids where people, are you ready? They're going to ask you, are you ready? Do you, has it hit you yet? And it's like, yes, conceptually, I understand that after a baby shows up, my life is going to be different. But at the same time, right up until that baby shows up, your life didn't actually change. Yeah. 
like you're you still get home from work at the end of the day it's still just the two of you or whatever your living situation is you yep. can still sit there and watch tv and not think about anything else it's not really until you get home and it's just you two and this tiny thing then you're like oh crap it's on us now <laughs> so, like so did we, it hit you more when you got home as opposed to like when it popped itself out it was crazy when it popped itself out. It didn't pop itself. I mean, but it kind of did. Like it, it drove the ship. Um, you know, but it hit me when you first see him. You know, and like they put him on his chest. But that experience was different for us because yeah. he was taken away very quickly. He had some lung things going on, so it might have hit me a little bit more in the moment if we like actually got to hold him for a reasonable mm-hmm. amount of time. The most we got to do was like put our hand on him or have him hold your finger or whatever, which is crazy because you're like, how in the hell is this possible that this thing? He's big. Yeah. Like how do you how do you fit that? Like the muse was. I mean, she certainly was looked pregnant, but she She's wasn't like big. she wasn't enormous, you know, like you would think you have to look like a small elephant or something to <laughs> hold this thing inside your body. Like it must have just been a ball, like super scrunched up. And then all of a sudden it just pops out and gets to stretch <laughs> out or whatever. But like you just hold it up against her belly and you're like, how in the hell? Yeah, it doesn't fit. How is that possible? That shouldn't happen. Like people shouldn't be able to hold. I mean, he was. Eight, over eight and a half pounds you're like how does that happen um i guess he was just a hair under eight and a half pounds but um it was it was insane when you got to see him and kind of got to touch him for the first time but at the same time for like the first couple of days while you're in the hospital there's people helping you and yeah. checking in on you, so you really and checking in on the baby and right and taking the vitals like the baby's not going to die they're not going to let anything bad happen to the baby while you're in the hospital. Like there's always people checking in on you, on the baby. Like you feel that kind of security blanket. And then it's like you get in the car and you drive off and you're like, security blanket gone. (laughs) It's like all the responsibility is now on me. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, no one else is going to feed it. No one's going to change it, whatever. It's like totally on us. And that to me was like the really big like, okay, this is what life is now i mean it's just a whole new center of the universe uh, and you got to kind of relearn what the world how the world operates with a different center of the universe yeah basically there's some really cool parts of it there's certainly some parts that take some getting used to um but I, it are already is um it's super crazy like it's just yeah. really and it'll be a whole nother layer i think once we start going back to work Mm-hmm. And have to balance like because we both work on the weekends and we both work in the evenings, and that. But the baby doesn't like wait for you to stop working to to <laughs> poop or to eat or any of those things. And so, you know, I can already tell like we're both kind of workaholics when it comes to teaching, uh, and we're just not going to get away with that anymore. Yeah. Like we're going to have to cut not cut corners, but like pick and choose like and draw a line of okay, I'm not working anymore today like i just can't yeah um but yeah new perspective it's it's a lot of fun um he's kind of still a blob he doesn't have a ton of personality yeah yet i mean you know he smiles but he doesn't know why or he's not intentional <laughs> about it it's just uh, like nothing's making him smile um yeah i've heard that know, as, a, like, as a guy the first like 12 months is like all the baby really wants is the mom anyway so 
just kind of bare. And then after that, you're more into it. Yeah, definitely for for nutritional purposes. That's definitely part of it. I think. I mean, supposedly they start actually legit smiling and laughing pretty soon. Really? You know, like two months in or something. Like if they're entertained by something. But like right now, I'm making funny faces and making funny sounds. Nothing. And then he look. He looks at like a blank spot on the wall and smiles. I'm like, what the hell do I have to do? Like, <laughs> gotta be a blank but spot. He's he just not not uh, thinking quite that way just yet. But. Um, but yeah, I mean, it'll be, it'll be insane to like see him start developing a personality and yeah. figuring out like actual likes and dislikes. Like right now, all I know is he doesn't like to be put down, um, <laughs> for an extended period of time, unless he's balls ass tired, uh, which he rarely is, or at least isn't for very long. He likes to sleep on top of you. And if you lay him down, he's, he's not really digging that <laughs> yet. Um, and he likes a binky, but I mean that like. <laughs> You know, he doesn't like books. He can't really see colors. He can only see things like a foot away from his face. Like the world is still very small yes. to him. Um, so I, I'm super excited for that to to like branch out yeah, a little bit. Sure. I I got to start deciding what I'm gonna hook him on. Like, what do I what phonics. do I need him to like? Yes, phonics will be important. <laughs> books will be important. Like, but what's is he gonna be like super into colors? Like smells? Colors? Like, <laughs> you want to hook yeah. him on colors? <laughs> what if he's colorblind? No, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, so yeah, that's been nuts. I will. I'll give people dad, daddy updates. Um, I have learned one fun trick. Uh, we have a noise machine in our bedroom now um, because they like white noise. I guess the whole time you're in the womb, they the sound of like your blood pumping through your body sounds like a vacuum, like a vacuum machine, vacuum cleaners on. So, like, they're super used to this really, like, dark, warm, noisy environment, and that actually calms them down. So we have this, like, noise machine on in our room when we want them to sleep. Um, And I am batting a thousand with being able to audibly fart in there um, (laughs) with that noise machine on and nobody notices. And that's... That's nice. been fun for me. Like, I want to see how far I can push this. So, um, yeah. Put, nobody you're tells installing them. noise machines all over for the baby. Yeah, well, and I haven't even had to blame him yet <laughs> for things. By the way, I don't. parents will know this. It is, it's amazing to, like, I figured baby farts, like baby toots would be kind of cute little, like, squeakers. Like, like, because they're small. You kind of expect it to be proportional. Yeah. Uh, no. The thing farts and it sounds like an adult. Like, <laughs> he could easily blame it on me, but then I can then do the inverse where I make like a normal adult sounding fart and I can like legit blame him that's because kind of... that's what it sounds like. It's kind of crazy. Um, yeah, that would be one unexpected, yeah, that's one unexpected thing where like the first time I heard him fart, I was like, dear God. That was a mature fart. <laughs> yeah. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> it was a thing. Yeah. Anyway, I, I think that uh, Robbie's dad segment will be a popular seg- segment on the podcast moving forward. Yep. Things I'm learning. We'll we'll find a better title for it, but yes. yeah, parenting with Robbie or something. We'll we'll have to be. I'll share all of my revelations with the people as we go. Uh, long first segment, Kyle. We're going to save my rant for another day. Okay. I think. Yeah. Um, we'll take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk a little bit more about dream weddings, uh, as well as get my uninterrupted unfiltered opinions on overrated or underrated so don't go anywhere we'll be right back
Oh, jeez, what a back. <laughs> <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is what a segue after six months sounds like. Man, I am rusty Was on it? that one. Okay, let me try to pinpoint where that came from. That <laughs> sounded like an attempt at like the Lucky Charms leprechaun. It, I, I don't know what it was good. an attempt at. It was, one, I was a little bit surprised that you told me to bring us back because I just wasn't even thinking about it. Two, uh, another loud car drove by that kind of startled me. And then <laughs> uh, three, I just kind of went with whatever was in was in the, the brain. It was beautiful. No, it, was, it was spot on. It was something. Um, it, it was exactly what I had hoped and dreamed of. All right. Kyle, what's first? Um, we will go overrated, underrated. I have a list of seven items that I have come up with from the same part of my brain that that little sound just came from. Um, and oh. Robbie's going to tell me whether he thinks that they are overrated or underrated. And we can, you, we can discuss why. Are you going to say each one of these things in the voice that came from that part of your brain as well? I don't even think I could do that if I tried. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure the world has ever heard that sound and ever will again. <laughs> no, I think that's that's a unique moment. Um, number one, bananas, overrated or underrated? Underrated. I feel like it's one of those things that receives too harsh of criticism. I agree. It's and in a lot of good things. I underrated bananas for the first like. 25 years of my life and then i had to i had to make myself like them but they're they're so convenient they come packed yeah. in a nice little pre-packaged mm-hmm. carrying thing yeah kind of fun um they're in a lot of good tasting things i slept on avocados mm. for a long time for the same reason that i think some people don't like bananas like the, the texture mushy, thing yeah. um but i've always liked but yeah bananas were in like every lunch you know took it to baseball practice because portable right um, but what's nice, because you also think of apples in that same vein, but a banana you can toss into a bag and doesn't really matter what gets on the outside of it because the good stuff's on the inside. So it is like more of a case. An yeah. apple, you drop it on the ground or you, like, yeah, whatever, you it gets part. dirty. Yeah, you you can't, like, you got to go clean it off again or whatever. Banana, you're just ready to go. Yep. Um, Russia. Um... <laughs> Okay, definitely got to make an un. Uh, I know that we have listeners living in a Russian shack. So. Uh, I think Russia is probably actually underrated. I bet you that there is a lot we don't know about Russia that's really good. Uh, I feel like we definitely receive a skewed uh, perception of Russia, probably for good reason. Um, over here, they're certainly bad. I think that we think so low of Russia, it has to be underrated. Like there has to be good things there that we just don't see or hear about, because you know it's it's just the perception of it is is so horrible. I'm sure like the regular down to earth like parts of Russia are are actually probably pretty cool. Yeah, and it's so big. You gotta have some good stuff in a place that big. Yeah, I get it. It's kind of like Canada where it's huge and a big part of it you just can't even live in. Mm-hmm. But, like, my dad's been to Russia and talks about how cool Moscow was and whatever. Like, I think there's a lot of cool history probably in Russia that you could, like, go and see. And I bet parts of it are really pretty. You just don't – it's kind of like China in that sense too. It's like you you really don't know everything that's in it, one, because it's huge, and two, everything that goes in and out of there is so filtered um, I bet you that there's actually some really cool parts of Russia. So I say underrated just because 
The bar is pretty damn low, actually. Fences. Fences? Mm-hmm. Um, overrated. Um, I believe that there are times when fences are necessary, such as baseball. <laughs> such as baseball. <laughs> such such. But I, I feel like that it's a literal barrier between you and the people around you. Um, you know, I again, I can only think of practical good uses for fences. Like you want to protect your your food from critters and stuff. Like I get that, but if we're just talking like fences between people's property and mm-hmm. stuff, I think that's overrated. I think I think there's better, more creative ways to put distance between you <laughs> and your and your neighbor. Don't have it be a fence. Have it be a nice natural row of trees. I like or it. something, or a nice mound of dirt. Karate Kid. Overrated. Actually, I never actually watched it. Really? So. You've never seen I the watched, Karate Kid? I, I watched. Are we talking the original one? Or are you talking the Netflix one? I haven't seen the Netflix one. Okay, I haven't seen the Netflix one either. Um, I watched the Mr. Miyagi like old school Karate Kid way long ago. I don't even remember it, but. Um, I don't remember thinking it was all that. And some people, it's got like a cult following. Yeah. I'm like, like it seemed like a good movie, but y'all got to chill. The moon. Underrated. I think for something that lives in our world so frequently, we don't know all that much about it. <laughs> we haven't been there as much as it seems like we should. Um, I think there's just a lot of possibilities that we're not really taking advantage of with the moon as far as we know. I want to know more about the dark side. <laughs> I want to spend more time back there. Uh, they had that cool picture a while ago. I think we got to – I want to spend some more time on the dark side of the moon. Like yeah, Pink Floyd. I, I feel like Mars has been getting all the attention and the moon's – Yeah, it's like we shot right underrated. past it. It's like we, we could do some things there. <laughs> like let's, let's play an exhibition football game up there or something. Like let's make something happen. Like, I'm not saying let's ruin the moon and put a billion people on it, but we could do some. If getting there is as simple as some people make it sound, let's let's get there. Let's do some things. Dinosaurs. <laughs> I think that dinosaurs are overrated. Ooh, um, that's a hot take. Well, see, here's I saw a fun graph. Um, the caring about dinosaurs graph, there's... It peaks when you're four years old, and that's all you can talk about. And then it dips way down, and no one ever cares about dinosaurs again until you have a four-year-old, and that's all they talk about. And then you know a crap ton about dinosaurs again. Um, I don't, uh, I don't know. That one's tricky actually, because I do think that dinosaurs are cool. Um, I think like, so I think too. That, I feel like we spend too much time in the the trough of that graph. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just I don't think we see enough. You know, we need more land before time, and I know there's 25 of them, but <laughs> you never see more. them. You you never see them on the grand scale anymore. You never see like you got to dive into the depths of Disney or whatever, whoever made those movies. Um, I just I I think that with all the virtual reality stuff, um, I don't know. We just I don't know. I I feel like dinosaurs are cool, and Jurassic Park is weird. Like we. <laughs> We've made them into evil, mean things. Dinosaurs are cool, and Jurassic Park is weird. Yeah, I feel like we, I feel like we haven't gone about the education and the treatment of, of the history of dinosaurs appropriately. Um, and the way that it's currently out there, I don't like. I think that we could, we could do better. And also, um, having a boy, baby, 
limits the kind of clothes that you can have. Like you go shopping and girl outfits are everywhere and they're all damn adorable. Uh, And boys is either like condescending like ladies man lingo um or sports stuff or dinosaurs like that's all you got yeah um and so it's so heavy on the dinosaur action and don't get me wrong the dinosaur stuff is cute but i think that i'm i just anticipate being overloaded with dinosaurs and i'm not going to think that they're super cool clouds underrated uh let me let me separate this out though i love a partly cloudy day where the clouds have definition those clouds are underrated where you can actually do like cloud watching and they have shapes overcast clouds who gives a crap that's that's crap nobody (laughs) likes that um i'm not talking about that that stuff is overrated if it has any rating at all it's overrated but the like partly cloudy you can lay in the grass and look up and see the different shapes we're talking cumulus clouds (laughs) underrated underrated we need to all take more time to look up to the sky and and figure out what phallic clouds are up there that's what we all need all right that is overrated underrated all right kyle before we go back into the break and wrap up the show we're coming back to the wedding discussion because you've got a wedding it's obviously not going to be the dream wedding not only because of like COVID stuff, but also most people's dream wedding would cost like millions of dollars because it could take place anywhere in the world at any time. Maybe it's on the moon. Um, maybe it's got crazy celebrities you don't even know attending. Um, maybe it's got like, you know, crazy band, like a, it's like a uh, Woodstock type of concert series that all happens to take place simultaneously during your wedding. Um <laughs> Like the actual full dream wedding. We got to think about this um, because who knows? Maybe we can make a version of it happen. So we're going to kind of go back and forth. We're going to get listy with it, but we're going to kind of do a little iteration where we go back and forth and just kind of throw elements of what would a dream wedding consist of? What's the first thing on your dome? Uh skydiving into it you you kind of planted this idea in my head now i can't get it out of my head but that would be so baller just everyone's like oh where where are they and then all of a sudden boom look up in the sky what an epic entrance i kind of yeah i imagine like an iron man type of entrance with that kind of precision yes where it's like you just casually land and you like and you're good to go like you got your your suit on mm-hmm. your your parachute just somehow yeah, there's like one disappears. clip in the middle you just unclip it like a like an action hero and it just falls yeah. behind you so here's my question do you just want to skydive in or ideally would you have the whole bridal party like bridesmaids best man groomsmen no. bride or is it just everybody sitting there waiting for you to show up i think everyone's sitting there waiting for us to show up me, okay, me so she's coming with you. Yep. She's coming with you. Dope. Love it. Um, yes, I could get on board with that. Uh, different tact. I want a puppy corral. Oh, that's I a just good wanna, I just want a puppy snuggle section. I want, uh, like, you know, on your invitation where you check, like, you know, what kind of meal you would like or whatever. Um, would you like a puppy to sit with you uh, throughout the event? Uh, and then you get to check yes, and then there's like subsection of golden retriever, uh, lab, you know, bulldog. Okay, so you get I puppy, like I like this, this choice option. 
Yeah, so you get to, and you know, it's important not to get them confused. You're not saying, what kind of puppy do you want to eat? No, there's two different sections. There's, what do you want to eat, and what kind of puppy do you want to snuggle at the event? My second one is the only one on my list that was actually happening at my wedding, which is a donut wall. Just a wall of donuts. I knew you were going to say donut wall. Well, yeah. I'm very, I'm excited that we're going to find a way to make this happen. Mm -hmm. We have to make this happen somehow. Um... I want there to be a live Beyonce concert. I want Beyonce to be my musical entertainment, but she gets a plus one, so she's bringing Jay-Z. There's a two-for-one right there. Um, and also, she's probably giving a speech of some kind, I imagine. So I, that would be dope. The Jay-Z, she's just a Swiss army knife of awesomeness. The Jay-Z angle is good. I didn't think about that. My last one is similar, but will get me way more points in that if I could get Taylor Swift to... One show up, but if she could like perform, then my life would be set. Yeah, you could get away with a lot mm-hmm. after you build up a lot of points where like you leave the toilet seat up or yep. whatever. Like you buy yourself a couple of years of of making those I mistakes. Come back to everything that I do wrong as well. I got Taylor Swift, so <laughs> yeah. Kyle, the car has no gas. Yeah, but I got you Taylor Swift. Say so that's a good idea. I like that. Um, I like this. The last one on my list was um, playing off of an idea where one of the wedding venues that we looked at actually had a camp space at the venue where people, if they wanted to, um, could set up tents and stuff before the event. Um, and then you just kind of walk over, you know, through the trees to the venue. You know, you you party, you have a good time. And then at the end of the night, you just kind of stumble make your that way on nice. back you over to, to the commuting back home anywhere exactly so you can have you know a lot of fun you can stay late um you know you can not have to worry about how much you're having to drink or whatever so i love that idea but i want it to be like deluxe you know like like talking glamping. like really yeah like glamping or like cabins or something like that where you just kind of have this whole area reserved um, where everybody who wants one has a cabin or has a really nice, you know, yeah, glamping, glamping yurt, whatever, uh, type of thing where, you know, even after the party closes down, you could still go back to somebody's cabin and keep the party going and play some games or, or do whatever. Uh, I love that idea. I just, you know, not everybody wants to camp. Not everybody wants to sleep on the ground after, after a nice wedding like that. You know, you got to keep like your suit pressed and all that. You don't really want to be doing that in a tent so maybe like a step up an upscale uh luxury on site but uh, you know not like a hotel you know like a lot of people will get married in a hotel ballroom and just stay upstairs Mm -hmm. that's nice but i'm also looking for that rustic outdoorsy type of experience so let's make that and i bet my that actually exists i bet it just costs a crap ton of money oh for sure uh so that's our top dream wedding elements um let us know in the comment section, what is your dream wedding entail? Maybe it happened, maybe it didn't. Maybe you're inspiring someone else. If you had no budget, we didn't even talk about locations. We didn't even talk about like what's the meal necessarily, all those things. Uh, let us know. Where would you want to be? Where do you want to get married? On a mountain? Who knows? <laughs> we're heading into one last break, Kyle. When we come back, we're going to wrap this sucker up, put a stamp on it, and kick it out the door into the mail truck.
And we're back. I am the Transition Puffin. Oh, I forgot about the Transition Puffin. Yeah. exciting. We love Sven. Um, In that vein of the Transition Puffin, I was, while you were talking about who knows what during this podcast, I was scrolling through Netflix to try and find a a movie that I'm going to make you watch so that you will review it next um, podcast. And the one that I found is a 2007 banger called Surf's Up. About Surf's. It's an animated penguin film starring Shia LaBeouf, Jeff Bridges, and Zoe Deschanel. Wow. What a <laughs> random trio of people. Surf's Up. Is this on Netflix? It's on Netflix until March 31st. So you have until the end of the month to watch it. But okay. you have to do it before our next podcast. Surf's Up on Netflix. I'm all about it. I'll let you know. I'll also let you know, Kyle, I'm... Right at the tail end of having rewatched every Marvel movie uh, in order, oh, in timeline order uh, on Disney Plus. So we'll talk about that in a future episode, too, how that went. Yeah. It's been interesting. That's a lot. Our Jaden Smith tweet of the week comes to you via Jaden Smith. And he wrote, the comments, <laughs> <Don't say. laughs> the comments on the photograph video are pure gold, especially because it's not out yet. Photograph video. Are we talking Nickelback? <laughs> I sure hope so. If Jaden Smith is talking about the photograph music video that Nickelback made, that thing is art. But Gold. It's, apparently it's not out yet. <laughs> well, yeah, they're remastering maybe oh, or yeah. something. You know, Jaden Smith seems like a guy that would have a hand in a remake of a Nickelback video. Happy birthday to Bad Bunny, turning 27. Carrie Underwood, Wood, 38. Olivia Wilde, 37. And guess how old Chuck Norris is turning today? 62. You're 19 years off. Which, I don't even know which way. It has to be 81. Chuck Norris is 81? Yeah. What the hell does that guy even look like? He looks, is there a recent photo? He looks more like a 62-year-old. That's nuts. That guy's got to be fake. That guy died 10 years ago, I bet. Just some kind of Chuck Norris robot walking around. That guy's nuts. Could be. But we've got to go watch Survivor now. That's right. we got other traditions to help keep up. If there's anything you want us to talk about, you need our help. You need our opinion. You can let us know on the Twitter, on the Facebook, on the Instagram. We're there for you. Uh, and until next time. Never fear the bacon. Peace.